0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine, specializing in the treatment of infertility by a natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naturna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back. If you are regular listeners to my podcast, you may have noticed that I love diving into obscure topics. And it's just because I I think there are so many things that we could be addressing if we just knew to do so. So I like to take us on adventures, and today the adventure is oral hygiene and fertility. So, you know, I'm sure most of us are brushing our teeth twice a day and flossing at least semi-regularly, you know, maybe going to the dentist every six months, maybe not. And... um. You know, dentistry aside, there are things in our daily life that will affect our oral hygiene. And when I dove into the research around this, it was pretty clear that bacterial growth in the mouth, like a little bit inflamed gums, it doesn't even have to be like full-blown, you know, like obvious inflamed gums. Um, But like gingivitis, gum disease, um, even milder forms could signify the presence of bacteria that can become systemic. And this inflammation and and bacteria that can spread is very detrimental to fertility, um, both for men and women. Uh, In men, it's become quite clear through uh, research that cavities and gum disease are linked to bacteria, and that the bacteria can spread to different parts of the body, cause inflammation and degrade sperm health. Not to mention overall health. The inflammation and in the bacteria go deep to affect uh, male reproductive health, causing cellular inflammation that can lead to DNA fragmentation, wonky shapes of sperm. Um, and this is just just the bacteria that comes from your gums, uh, from maybe you know. Too much sugar in the diet, not enough flossing, not you know quality brushing, uh, maybe too much yeast in your diet. But we're gonna we're gonna talk more about that. So we know that uh, bacteria in the mouth can cause a bunch of problems with sperm. Similarly, um, poor gum health in women can cause issues with conception. It may aggravate autoimmune infertility, so women who have uh, issues accepting a pregnancy if their immune system attacks the pregnancy, for example, and they're prone to miscarriage. Um, it can also be a big problem for women who have like pro- pro-inflammatory conditions, um, so PCOS endometriosis, for example. Um, it can really be an issue there because the bacteria, similarly as I described it for men, will cause inflammation, more aggravation in the system and send the immune response flaring. It can affect egg quality, it can affect implantation and it can affect different hormonal glands like your thyroid. and if your thyroid is off, then that is something that can certainly affect even regularity of your cycles, but certainly your ability to retain a pregnancy. Interestingly, a study of over 4,000 women showed that those with endometriosis had higher degrees of periodontal disease and gingivitis. So endometriosis is essentially an autoimmune disorder um, of the reproductive system, where um, tissues proliferate outside the uterus. It's like they just spread with wild abandon when it's out of control, and and so like we don't know which comes first. Is it that women with endometriosis are more likely to have poor gum health, or the gum health, um, poor gum health will cause more issues with the endometriosis? Like I, I surmise that it's. They feed into each other, basically. Um, That maybe because women with endometriosis are more prone to inflammation, their gums can get more inflamed. And so there has to be extra care taken there. Other studies linked periodontal disease to PCOS and erectile dysfunction, interestingly. Um, I mean, there could be other things involved there, like... I often think insulin resistance is, is a big factor in periodontal disease um, or just like, you know, swollen gums and cavities and things like that. Because if you don't process your sugars properly, you're going to have more bacteria buildup in your body. Um, you're going to be more prone to inflammation um, in all tissues, basically. But um, and, and when you have, you know, up like excess bacteria in the body from like poor uh, processing of your sugars... Like that can affect multiple systems, including your oral hygiene, your oral health. Um, so all suffice to say that with endometriosis, PCOS, and erectile dysfunction, usually um, it's it's there's a higher correlation with um, poor oral health. Another large study showed that um, women with poor gum health took an average of two months um, longer to conceive than those who had good oral health. Um, so, so that was interesting. Like it, it actually takes you longer to get pregnant when your mouth is not in good shape. Um, and again, this doesn't have to be like severe periodontal disease where you're seeing like, you know, the gums are like bleeding a lot of the time. And it could be just like, you don't floss that often. when you do floss, they bleed a little bit. They're a little bit tender. Um, also like the plaque builds up around them. Your dentist can tell you obviously, but I think you yourself could, could probably see. Um, And the issues don't stop there. In pregnancy, poor oral health is linked to gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, preterm labor, and low birth weight. It's really crazy. It just shows you how much the body is connected, right? Like we've been operating this modern medicine style of like mechanistic model where we break the body down into parts and we don't, when we go see a specialist, they just focus on one part and they don't really... Think that much about how other parts are influencing it. And, you know, me having the background of the holistic paradigm, it's like, no, all of these parts are communicating with each other and it matters. Solutions. I'm sure you're thinking I'm going to tell you to go to the dentist and do your regular visits, blah, 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 blah. That's actually not what I'm saying. not the point of this podcast at all. Uh, the chemicals introduced to the dentist's office are also a problem. The sealants for fillings, for example, often contain trace amounts of BPA, which can cause reproductive harm. The fluoride used in cleanings can lower hormone levels in men and women. This is mostly due to consistent consumption, however. So, you know, consistently drinking tap water treated with fluoride, i.e. like the water you might be drinking every single day. Um, besides Reproductive harm. Fluoride can also cause bone damage. is bad for your kidneys, brain, and your thyroid health. Fluoride is terrible for your thyroid. And I sometimes wonder, with all of the hypothyroidism going on, how much is it the water that we are drinking, right? Um, and maybe using fluoride toothpaste all the time and mouthwash and going to the dentist constantly. And like, I'm wondering if that's playing a role from an Eastern paradigm uh, in Ayurveda or in yogic tradition, the the thyroid relates to the throat chakra, which is um, the seat of our communication and feeling heard. So when I another you know my brain goes that way um, sometimes, even though it might sound a little bit woo woo, that you know women are not always great at like voicing themselves and having boundaries and and really feeling heard. And maybe that's one of the things affecting our thyroid, but that's a discussion for another day. Let's, we can just go back to fluoride for now. Um, So, so fluoride's a problem. And, um, and I think it's, it's not just actually dangerous for adults. It's particularly scary. It's very dangerous for children. So just so you know, um, when you do conceive your little ones, um, women giving formula should definitely use fluoride free water to mix with the formula. Um, and dentists may poo-poo me um, because I don't use toothpaste with fluoride. Um, I use ones made with baking soda and herbs. I really like the Ayurvedic brand Himalaya. You can buy it on off Amazon. has good adult and kids ones. They taste good. They actually work. Like It's not like one of those natural toothpastes where you're like, oh, my mouth doesn't feel clean. Um, and so, so, yeah, you want to choose natural when you can. You can also see a holistic dentist. There aren't very many of them, and often you have to pay out of pocket, which is not ideal. Uh, but to avoid chemicals, it's it's kind of it's kind of a nice option if we're trying to support moving in that direction. And in the very least if you're seeing your dentist, don't see them close to doing a transfer. Um, don't introduce more things to your body that it has to deal with that may confuse your immune system um, and, and you might have to detoxify them. Um, I wouldn't do it really close to a retrieval cycle either, particularly if you have a pro-inflammatory condition like endometriosis like auto, auto, autoimmune, Conditions like PCOS. Um, I just, I just would not um, be engaging in, in dental work super, super close to a cycle or during a cycle. That said, you know, if you have a cavity, like if you have these issues, like you need to get them fixed because we need to deal with the bacteria that's sitting there and festering. We will get right back to today's episode in just a moment. But since you're listening to this podcast, I gather you may also be interested in exploring holistic methods to better your fertility journey. In addition to running this podcast, I am also the founder of the Naturna Institute, a holistic wellness institute in New York City that uses naturopathic and traditional Eastern approaches to achieve optimal reproductive wellness. We offer a very comprehensive approach to natural care, often working alongside your Western medical practitioner to enhance results. And even if you live outside of New York City, we offer a variety of virtual services to better guide you in a tailored plan to help you towards your fertility goals. Be sure to check us out through our website, naturnalife.com, and follow us on Instagram at Naturna underscore life. Okay, now back to the show. But to avoid having to be dependent on the dentist, there are things that you could be doing. Like ever since I changed my lifestyle, when I was eight, when I was young, I had cavities all the time. I constantly had issues because my diet was terrible. And then in my adult years, after I learned how to eat and learned what to do, like I go to the dentist and they're like, "There's nothing. There's nothing wrong." Um, and so I, knock on wood, don't ever have to get any dental work done, which is glorious. Uh, so, so here are some of the things, the tips. Um, use natural floss. You want to floss definitely regularly, daily if you can. Um, But many flosses contain BPA, that chemical that affects your reproductive system. So definitely go for natural flosses that do not contain BPA. Yes to brushing, obviously. Um, But here are some other lesser known tricks. Quit sugar. (laughs) Okay, not so obscure um, in terms of oral hygiene, but sugar literally inflames your gums and and makes bacteria grow. Um, it, It is the food for bacteria. Uh, and, it, and honestly, sugar, if you listen to any of my other podcasts, you'll hear me talking about how it's the devil for the fertility journey anyway. Um, it can affect implantation. It can cause miscarriage. Uh, it can affect your egg quality. It will most certainly affect your mental health. Um, will send you on a roller coaster ups and downs emotionally because it's a drug. Uh, so please, 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 um, stay away from sugar as much as possible. Probiotics. So people don't know this, but probiotics can be amazing for your oral hygiene. It kind of makes sense when you think about it, because um, they're good bacteria that will fight the bad bacteria, right, and kind of balance it out. I um, one of my patients I remember she had constantly been told by her dentist that she had like a lot of plaque and her gums were inflamed, and blah blah blah, and it wasn't for any issue of like flossing or visiting the dentist or brushing her teeth. It was just her diet. And, um, she said she swore once she started taking probiotics and changing her diet that every time she went to the dentist after that, they were like, what are you doing? That's different. This is like, you're like, this is a completely different mouth. Um, so, you know, that's anecdotal, obviously observational. I'm just thinking about stories of people that I've, I've seen and, and, you know, the things that they've reported, but I find it really interesting and, and really fun. So another cool thing is called oil pulling with coconut oil. Coconut oil is fantastically antibacterial and also gentle. So oil pulling is essentially putting coconut oil in your mouth and swishing it around. Generally, you're supposed to do it for five to 10 minutes, which honestly is arduous. I tried it myself and I didn't keep it up very long um, because I I found that it was quite a commitment and my mouth would start to hurt from all the swishing, although it is so good for you. So if it is something that appeals to you, I highly recommend it. Even if you're only doing it for a minute or two, I think it is very, very beneficial. Uh, Tongue scraping. This is something that's routinely done um, in India. Uh, I remember just watching people in the morning being outside, scraping their tongues uh, so that can get some of the bacteria out of the mouth. Keeping a low yeast diet is an amazing option. So, you know, trying to cut back on things like breads and the sugar, as we talked about it, excessive fruit, um, not, con- uh, not consuming refined carbohydrates. This one's going to sound funny, um, but The state of your digestive system will affect the state of your oral health, and the state of your digestive system is obviously affecting bacterial levels because a lot of it's coming from there. And so pooping regularly regularly is really important. Lots of vegetables, lots of fluids. Sometimes you might need a little bit of help from acupuncture or herbs or something to get yourself going regularly because hormones can affect it, stress can affect it. Um, So if you need to bring in help to get yourself pooping regularly, then I suggest doing that. There's an Ayurvedic uh, remedy that I love for constipation. It's called triphala, and it's just uh, three berries. And and it's also very good for PCOS, interestingly enough. It detoxifies the body very gently, isn't risky at all for getting pregnant, and can actually help in certain cases. So triphala is an awesome remedy for pooping, reducing inflammation in the body, um, especially when... It is related to digestive health. So everyone, I hope you enjoyed our adventure um, through oral hygiene and that you'll consider some of the lifestyle approach to improving your dental and gum health. Uh, Because again, it's not all about um, leaning on practitioner. We love our dentists and thank you that they're there. I mean, I don't like visiting the dentist. I don't know if anybody really does, but I'm glad that they exist. And, (laughs) but as always, you know, my, um, approach is about what can you be doing every single day to improve the quality of your life and enhance your chances of conceiving a healthy pregnancy. You have a lot more power than you think until next time. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode in order to make this podcast as helpful as possible. I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at, at underscore life, or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.